Good evening, and welcome to Thrillergram. I am your host, Floyd Ferguson, and I would personally like to thank you for tuning in. In tonight's episode, nature takes a turn for the terrifying, and things may not always be what they seem. In this evening's broadcast, our cast of players are Cliff, played by David Zuckerman, Alan, played by Zach Ogle, Rob, played by Andrew Renslow, and Leah, played by Christy St. John. The year is 1942. The Second World War is at its height, and tensions are only rising between enemies. But our story begins far away. Very far away. A secret military outpost near and close to sits idly by in the Alaskan wilderness, gathering seismic information. Inside are Major Cliff Harrington, Private Alan Carter, and Officer Rob Custer. All right, let's get this over with. You two can't seem to get enough losing in. Shuffle up and deal. It's the only thing we can do in this hellhole. Not our fault we're not gamblers. <laughs> Speak for yourself, kiddo. I'm just getting warmed up. I've told you before. This is an important outpost to fight against the Reds and keep the rest of the country safe. Please. This is the island of misfit toys. And look at us. We're the G.I. Joes who just can't really be fixed. Mm, Rob. With all due respect, Major. Just telling it how I see it. Well, my assignment ends in three months anyway, so I can go back home and stop losing all my money to you. <laughs> what the hell? How, how is that possible, sir? We're in the middle of nowhere. Uh, this property is a U.S. government facility and you are trespassing. Now, did you hear what I just said? Entering through the horrid blizzard was a woman, half the size of all the men. She stumbles in unwrapping her gear and dropping her bags. The soldiers stare in confusion. Hello. Wow, it's cold out there. I'm Dr. Leia Monroe. Which one of you is Major Harrington? That'd be me. Mind explaining what you're doing here, doctor? You should have been informed of my arrival. My department has been in contact with you for some time, yeah? It has, but transmission stopped a few weeks ago. We assumed you weren't coming. Odd. Nonetheless, I am here. You should have all been briefed on my assignment. Yeah, we are, uh, tour guides. While you play with your little science toys and take pictures of the wilderness, right? To take seismic tests and survey the land around the outpost. Specifically looking for energy anomalies. That's what I said. Well, boys, you know the drill. Show her around, help her with her research, keep her safe. Safe? Is it dangerous here? <laughs> Ma'am, if you only knew... Dr. Monroe made herself at home, unpacking, setting up her equipment, and settling into the small outpost. She could already tell this was going to be a long and strange assignment. Up and Adam, we only got four hours of light today. Ooh, smells good, Major. Sir? Where's the doctor? Probably still sleeping. Doubt we're going to get much work done if she's going to need all that beauty sleep. Dr. Monroe suddenly enters from outside. Strangest thing happened out there. A flock of birds were just flying in the sky in a perfect circle. Dr. Monroe, you're up early. Yeah, I wanted to get an early start and set up my equipment. 
The more energy readings I can get, the better. Energy readings? It's no secret Alaska has some of the strangest seismic and energetic activity in all the U.S., Private. Haven't you heard of all the stories coming out of this place? Main reason the Ruskies have such a hard time coming through is they can't make it. Their equipment stops. Their soldiers die. And their planes, huh, disappear. I thought those were just stories. Well, Private, stories come from some sort of truth. That's why I'm here. Private Carter had been raised on stories of strong men and soldiers with super serum. Nothing akin to what he would soon learn. Outside, he assists Dr. Monroe with her work. Yep, just stand that up there. This good? Just like that. What are these exactly? These are long-range seismic reading antenna. Uh, in English? <laughs> they basically read the seismic activity based on the energy wavelengths in the air. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, much clearer. Got it. Yep. Oh, there we go. Look at that. Whoa, what are all those squiggly lines? Those lines are fluctuating energy signals. I've never seen them this active before. Something overhead flies past them. Jesus, what is that? One of yours? No. Alan looks up into the sky with confusion. A plane? From where? They're in the middle of nowhere. The daunting thought of it being an enemy fighter dawns on him. He rushes back into the outpost. Sir, there... Uh, there's a... There. Whoa, whoa, whoa! What's got your panties in a bunch? Oh, God. There... Uh, there... Now calm down, Carter. What is it? There was a plane that flew overhead. Did you not hear it? What? That's impossible. We're nowhere near our flight path and nothing's pinged our radar. They look to him with confusion. Eh... Just a really big bird. What? No, no, it wasn't. You saw it. I, it had flashing lights, and that sound it made, that was not a plane, sir. Leah, you saw it too, right? He hurriedly points to Dr. Monroe. Doctor, can you confirm this? I can, but I'm sorry to say it was just a biplane. What? No, it, it wasn't. You saw it. It was, it had flashing lights, and that sound it made, it, that was not a plane. Well, now I don't know what the hell's going on. Alan, I'm sorry, but it was just a plane. I saw it with my own two eyes. No, it, it was flashing, right? Why don't you lie down, Private? Let me go out and figure this all out. Private Carter enters into his dormitory, confused and shaken. Major Harrington and Officer Carter go out into the wilderness, observing the skies. You think the kid's getting sick? Uh, no... I think he wanted to see something to make this place interesting, because all I'm seeing is a whole lot of nothing. They continue their trek through the dark, but as they push forward, they start to hear something. The hell is that? I got no idea. It's coming from over there. Huh, this is one of the doctor's antenna things. Why is it making that sound? Ah, what the... What is that? What's that sound? Custer, full man! Major? Major! Robert? Robert, where are you? Major Harrington and Officer Custer quickly found out they very much were not alone in the wilderness. Robert! Answer me, bud! Oh God, what is that? What is that? Oh my God! Major Cliff Harrington and Officer Robert Custer were never heard from nor seen again. Their bodies have never been discovered. The next morning, Dr. Monroe awakes to find a peaceful outpost. Major? Good morning. Rob? Anyone here? Doctor. Jesus, you 
scared me. I'm sorry, ma'am. I just... I just wanted to apologize for the other day. I lost my wits, and I shouldn't have said you were lying or whatever. I... I've just been up here too long, and I guess I'm ready to go home. Hey, I really appreciate that. Kind of made me start to think that maybe I was losing it. <laughs> Any sign of the Major? I'm sure they're out scouting or something. Yeah, probably. If you don't mind, I'd like to get up into the air to do a reading. I mounted one of my sensors to the plane. It looks like you're the only one who can fly me up there. Oh, I, uh, we really should wait till Rob gets back. He does not like anyone flying his plane. Oh, come on. They won't be back for hours, and the faster we get my readings back to headquarters, the faster you can get out of here. Private Carter took off with Dr. Monroe. They climbed several thousand feet into the air. Wow! It really is beautiful up here! It really is, yeah. Rob needs to let me take this thing out more. As he continued his flight, Private Carter started to notice strange formations and movement in the clouds. Are you... are you seeing this? What altitude are we at? Uh, looks like about 14,000 feet, ma'am. Perfect. I'm going to start the test now. Uh, roger that. And with that, Dr. Monroe started her device. That's weird. What? Oh, it's just your machine is making the same noise as the thing that flew over us. Doctor? What the? Doctor! As Private Carter looks back at Dr. Monroe, he sees it. Her eyes, red voids, glowing in the darkness. What the? What the? Doctor? Private Carter looks forward, seeing nothing. The sky is black. The clouds, black. He is now flying into a zone void of everything. Vortex was just right. This was the only way. A way for what? To begin the invasion. The invasion? What are you... Doctor, what are you talking about? Dr. Leah Monroe died many months ago. She is now a tool for our arrival. I pray they are merciful to you for aiding me. No, 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 no. This can't be happening. What is, what is going on? What is that thing? <laughs> Private Alan Carter was never seen nor heard from again. All records from the outpost have been redacted. It is as if it never existed. Many planes and people disappear in the Arctic Triangle. Its energy activity haunting and plaguing scientists and travelers. Our outpost of soldiers quickly found out that even in the middle of nowhere, you are never truly alone. This ends our tale of the Arctic Triangle. As always, thank you for tuning in. I am your host, Floyd Ferguson, and I will see you next time, here on Thrillergram. Thrillergram.